everybody. Welcome back to Ideally Though. Ideally Though. I'm your host, Erica, and with me is my hubby, my bestie, my butt of his boy. Yeah. What up out there? How y'all doing? It is finally Halloween season. Ooh, spooky season. Um, so this is a Halloween edition. I think all month it will be a Halloween edition for us. Do you think they can tell at all? Because this is kind of cool. I mean, for those who are not watching the pod, yeah. you know, we have some decorations for Halloween. There's a certain vibe that comes along with September 30th, 31st yeah. versus October 1st. Oh, like yeah. people get in the spirit. I love Halloween. The stores start, they skip like right past anything. When it like gets like, it could be August and they start putting in like extra Halloween candy stuff up and all that shit. What are you supposed to do with the candy that early? That's what they do. They Is just capitalize on it, man, because everybody knows. You, people get excited for this type of season. You know I mean? always loved Halloween. I love dressing up. Okay, I was I was never a dress-up person, but I've always loved the spookiness of it and shit yeah. like that. The horror and mm-hmm. ghosty ghouls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's kind of a little bit, even if you probably don't dress up and go out, mm-hmm. there's some kind of tradition sometimes with people, like, watching certain shows, certain movies. Like, yeah. We started watching like the uh, ghost adventures, yeah, and, paranormal adventures, and all that uh, stuff. What's the one Haunted on Netflix is really good, and Ooh, all yeah, those good. things. We like, we I kind of made you do, and now we're starting to be shameless, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, even if you're someone who don't dress up, I feel like if you're stuck in the house, you're probably watching something, you're like, okay, this is what I usually watch, yeah, 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 on Halloween for so, sure. I agree, I, it's it, it's when it becomes tradition, it makes it feel like home. It's, it comes with like a warmth, even with the spookiness. You know what I mean? It comes mm-hmm. with a warmth time of the season and stuff Fall. like that. Yeah, I, yeah, I love it. Yeah, dressing up. I can't good? wait. At the end, of the, we have our little Halloween costumes for the end of the month, but I guess we'll just, the last episode of the month, we'll, we'll wear them. So <laughs> people who watch us on YouTube, they can kind of see our outfits. That's going to be entertaining. Um, yeah, but you want to tell the baby girls what we're going to be talking about today? All right. You have compiled a great list. Of some of your favorite horror movies, just, just, just randomly, I guess, right? Yeah. Just over time, in recent, and some old, I believe, but uh, and we're gonna do a little bit of commentary about it. Yeah, this is our part two. So if you've been following us since last year, we kind of did a part one, and uh, this year is our part two. I can't believe we have come full circle a year later, yeah. and we are doing a part two. Isn't that to- cool? Yeah, to our Halloween nice. movies. It's nice. I love it. So I did put like all of the my suggestions for Halloween movies into a pumpkin, like a jack o' lantern thing. Jack o' lantern. Yeah. And I'll just pick from it and just you know yeah, go over it. Yeah. Um. These are my suggestions. So screw you if you don't like it. Like, <laughs> what's good? Catch my house. <laughs> Catch me outside. How about that? I will never let you live down silver bullet. Silver Bullet is a good movie. I'll never let you live But it don't age really well. And, um, uh, you know, you got to be somebody who into it. You know, some people don't. I don't know. They don't like Corey Feldman. I don't, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. That's hilarious, yo. Okay, so let me start. I'm going to pick one, and I'm going, we're going to talk about it. Ooh, one of my favorite, Halloween H2O. Oh, shit. Okay. I love Halloween H2O. Okay. If I may, the only thing that I genuinely, that made, that I remember made me want to see it was, I remember in a trailer that Buster Rhymes does like a spinning kick <laughs> or something. Buster Rhymes is not on Halloween H2O. Wait, who is it though? 
It's LL Cool J. LL Cool J. Isn't there yeah. like this karate kick for somebody in it? Buster Rhymes does it on Halloween Resurrection. Oh, see, that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, no. We're talking about Halloween H2O. Oh, then that's the one I think of this one. Because LL Cool J has never been a great actor, so I don't remember him. That that's a lie. From the Pizza Hill. Oh. But I'm going to let it pass because it's Halloween. Oh, okay. But the, one of the best Halloweens is the first one. And then 20 years later, when Halloween H2O came out, I was like, okay, finally we're coming back with some good some some good um stuff what, what makes you such a michael myers fan i don't know i think the final or girl the shape whatever. the scream queen final girl i love jamie lee curtis well that but that's not michael myers it's not it's called halloween right what, 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 what is what is it about is it just her that makes the movie for you is it not him because most people would say it would be him right not he don't do nothing i mean he he is stone cold like he can walk really slow only uses really a knife mm. and he can get your ass and he's immortal low key and his psychiatrist has been chasing him like he a detective like you don't get paid enough to be trying to follow this man around <laughs> for, for 30 like years <laughs> yeah stressed out getting burnt loomis right yeah dr loomis getting burnt <laughs> and shit but i loved it but one thing i loved about halloween h2o was that okay we brung back jamie lee curse we had not seen her since the second film mm. so i was like okay where jamie at she come back she's a principal at a private school in the hills in California. She has her son played by Josh Hartnett. Mm, yes. Okay. Uh, and then they have Michelle Williams on there as well. Um, Destiny's Child? No, no, no. White girl, Michelle Williams. The one who was married to um, Heath Ledger. Oh, yeah. got it. Okay. Yeah. And we get to see a black man live until the end. I mean, I hate this. I mean, if you haven't seen it, it's a little bit of a spoiler, but you know, it's Halloween H2O. That shit came out in like 2000. So you 23 years late. But, you know, we got to see LL Cool J make it to the end. I mean, I saw that in Deep Blue Sea, I guess. So. Yeah, that's Ooh, true. I guess another spoiler. Maybe that's in his contract that <laughs> like he rock. don't get to die. Like The Rock and or like, Chuck, uh, Norris. Chuck Norris. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to be completely real with you. Um, even as a child, I was into Michael Myers more than I was overall Halloween, just the concept of him. Okay. Uh, and so the movies got to a point where they weren't scary, and I just didn't care enough to see them. And I think it was after watching Buster Rhymes do that kick in the other movie, <laughs> where I completely pulled away. <laughs> yeah, you can't watch our dress from all of it, where I was like, I don't care anymore. Uh so this is you're giving me a refresher because I had seen it, but it's not it's not one of those that I'm looking to go watch on like Tubi. <laughs> Halloween show came first, and then Resurrection with Tyra Banks and and Buster Rhymes. Hmm. Uh, so they did kind of it was a little when you watched Resurrection, it was like what the hell? Goofy in a way, yeah, a little right? goofy. It, it, it gave me very much other and another uh horror movie in that same kind of realm, monstery flick, right? Uh. Michael Myers being the monster. It gave me the Aliens Resurrection film. Have you ever seen mm -hmm. that one? Uh, it in the Alien and Aliens movies, mm -hmm. like Ripley uh, is dead, right? She dies. Like that's okay. it. But they bring her back because everybody was coming back around that time in the, in the, when they were making okay. big blockbuster movies, and so like it gave me that vibe for like more oh. just we're gonna milk Michael Myers. His... They do that with everything. I hate it. But you know what? They kind of introduced the reality TV show going to haunted houses. Resurrection gave that. Mm. You know, because they started doing those 
MTV shows where you wear a camera and you go around haunted houses and that was the theme of Resurrection, but... Now, about your H2O. Yeah. Um, is this part of... Are they succinct in a timeline? Or yeah, no? the timeline is... Well, you know what? <laughs> I, the, they didn't screw the timeline a little bit because... But she, they don't mention it. You know, if you follow Halloween, she has a daughter mm. on the fourth and fifth one. Mm. And then all of a sudden, H2O, she got a young son. Yeah. So in my mind, what I like to think is that, you know, she did give her daughter up for adoption and the daughter stayed in Hackensack. And then I feel like years later, she was like, okay, I'm going to start my family here, had a son and decided to kind of go in hiding and protect him. That's mm. how I look at the timeline. Mm. If they saying some extra stuff, I'm, I'm not going to be following all that extraness. I'm going by what my mind is telling me. Now, I'm going to give you an ad- another question about H2O. Where does it rank in your in your ranking of the Halloween films because of the fact that you see a black man live at the number end? two? Okay. So the first Halloween, then Halloween H two O, and then I'll give um the second Halloween because it's like a continuance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the fourth and fifth. You don't count the third one. That shit ain't got nothing to do. Is that with, the anthology one? I, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Mm-hmm. But. Um, H2 was the best, and we got to have Jamie Lee Curtis, mom, who's the original Scream Queen from Psycho, on H2O. People a lot of don't know that. That's cool. Yeah, a lot of people I don't know, know that. that her mom was on H2O. That's cool. Show. Yeah. So that's kind of cool to be a part of a lineage of like Scream or Queen. She's the Nepo whatever. baby. Yeah, but her dad, her mom were you know Hollywood I hate royalty. The you gave it. I'm just saying they Hollywood royalty. <laughs> So it only made sense, but she really worked her ass off to get where she at, and now she's an Oscar-winning I mean, actress. Did you did you see everything everywhere all at once or whatever? Yeah. She was fucking awesome in that. So week. I mean, I don't know. I like to watch, but it's so hard to find Halloween H two O in certain places. I'm not going to buy every subscription. Mm. So every time I want to watch it, they have that shit somewhere that I don't have. Maybe it is one of the hidden gems of that that time. I look. It's one of the best. That's why they keep it in a place where you have to go and spend some extra money. <laughs> so hopefully I can watch it this year and not just be steady watching the first, the second, the fourth, and the fifth. Like you have been for years. Yeah, I stay know, watching those. For years. Okay. Okay, let's see. The next one, we talked a lot about H2O. Okay, okay. <laughs> Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. Hell oh, yeah. God. Is this the one with Jada Pinkett? Jada Pinkett, Billy uh, Zane with his sexy ass. Um, okay, for people who have not watched Tales from the Crypt, Demon Night, it's about a man. <laughs> it takes you all the way back to when Jesus was on the cross. And oh, you have these demons who are trying to take over Earth, mm-hmm. but they have to get the blood of Jesus from this, like, I don't know if it's a flask, and there's always some kind of demon knight that is going to be carrying it for years upon years and they're always running. Oh, so it's like a curse but it's like a gift? Almost. Yeah. Okay. So you're you're there to save the world and you're going to live like longer than you're supposed to until your time is up and you have to hand off that flask right. to the next but person. But you fight demons. Yeah. That's a very cool concept. I watched it for the first time with my son, with Atreyu, mm-hmm. and he liked the concept of okay, this guy's he's in the middle of nowhere, he runs into a hotel and then there's all these different people from walks of life and he has to explain them, hey, if we don't protect this hotel, Earth is going to end. Mm-hmm. So he liked the he liked because I, you know, got him into God and Jesus. He likes it, okay, we find we find demons, we find the devil. Yeah, I, it gives me uh 
gives me room to want to make him watch Legion. Yeah. Right. I, well, actually, me and him did watch. Because that, that movie's great. Yeah, we watched some of that too. But those kind of feel in comparison, don't they? That's yeah. Really they're, like, cool. a, like a, a new Protecting school. the thing. Yeah. And, yeah. That's cool. And um, we like I like personally because one of my favorite actresses is Jada Pickett Smith. So letting her be the final girl again it was amazing. Black, <laughs> strong black leads. I respect it. Yeah. yeah. And um, I love Tales from the Crypt. So I don't know if you ever watched. Wow. Used to watch that. Did really? you used to watch Tales from the Crypt? Hated it. Really? Sounded Why? So boring. That's because you're like 80 years old in 1997. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is too childish I, for you. It, okay, te- technically it was because I was super into the uh, more adult stuff. It challenged my brain. But oh my that, god, that, that was sex. It was uh, yeah, but it wasn't like scariness and rock and roll. It didn't scare me. You know, we used to have the doll. So oh no shit. Yeah, that, so, the crypt keeper. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. We had the crypt keeper doll, and if you pull it back, it'll make that noise. <laughs> and sometimes that thing would just go off in my brother's room, and I was like, what the. Hell with this old nappy head. Like the clown from Poltergeist. Like, like wrapped its long arms. Yeah. But I love, I don't know. That's a, to me, is a hidden gem that some people don't know about Tales from the Crypt. Okay. Night. All right. I'll tell you this. The first time I actually did watch that was with you. And that wow. was, what, so many years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, that is a very cool concept. But it also did remind me of Legion. And I was like, that's a really interesting thing to be mm-hmm. like, uh, to be chosen, yeah, as by a God, thing, a yeah, 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 but yeah, I've always thought that's pretty cool of a like a, you know, that divine, almost Deus Ex Machina kind of uh, effect has always been interesting to me in all types of storytelling, mm-hmm. and to watch the final girl be black was actually different. It's nineties we're talking about here. Yeah, it's the nineties. You know, they killed us first thirty seconds in the movie, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So that trope was like cast right out of the movie from the get-go so that was really interesting uh i enjoyed watching that with you and it made me go write other shit remember i told you about my later idea about certain things and uh and so that was kind of like a uh epicenter of that where that idea comes from so very good movie i would personally recommend yeah i like it um we get billy zane from titanic you said that yeah Sexy, I'm just saying, it was sexy. <laughs> That's what made me think on Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight, he was bald. And, you know, most movies now he's bald. So I'm assuming on Titanic he had a little hairpiece on. Probably. But, but they did it right. They, 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 James Cannon, they gave him some money for the hairpiece. No, when I look back at it, I'm like, eh. <laughs> it wouldn't have, have yeah. sustained the salt water. Okay? So that probably he didn't get away. <laughs> but, yeah, go watch you guys Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. It usually used Did to it come age on. Well to you? I feel like yeah. Okay, yeah. And usually we could find on Sci-Fi. That's where you would find that movie on Sci-Fi. Oh yeah, when that was like a decent channel. <laughs> but now you can find it if anybody has like Peacock. You oh. can find it on Peacock for for the month of October. How do you find these things? That's incredible. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a scary movie whisperer. Whisperer. Okay, let's see the next one. Right. I think I got two on here. Okay, Friday the Thirteenth. Mm. Part five, a new beginning. So I had to get specific on it. Okay. Because I'm gonna be honest, and you know, catch me outside. How about that? Friday Thirteenth movies suck. Mm. I'm sorry. Until you get to the Tommy story, and I actually prefer when he's an adult when they're at that institution mm-hmm. by Camp Crystal Lake. It wasn't good. Interesting. And there was no black people really on it, but on 
I'm listen. I look for people who look like me. I'm sorry. I, I grew up watching a lot of movies that I love that okay. did not represent me. And then when I find those gems that have somebody that has my same skin tone, I'm like rooting for them. Yes, let's look, watch this. Are, is the one we're talking about the one I'm thinking about with your boy in it? It got um, Miguel Nunez Jr. on it from Joanna Man. Those damn enchiladas. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. Hey, baby. Okay, if you haven't seen Friday 13th, Part 5, A New Beginning, this takes place at, uh, it's like more of like a teen, yeah, it's like a teen institute for troubled teens by Camp Crystal Lake. We have Tommy from Part Mm 4. He's all messed up as a teenager. (laughs) Uh, Jason's back as normal. But we get about three black people on this one. We ain't seen no black people or nothing. The last black person I saw on Friday 13 was Kevin Bacon's nose on the first one. That was the last time I saw anything that resembled a black person. So on part five, we got Miguel Nunez Jr. He's the one, if you're not familiar with him, he played on Joanna Man. He played on a lot of scary stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, what was it? Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. yeah. yeah he, got a, he, he does a lot of the, those type of movies. Um, we got... If anybody follows like the old '90s sitcoms, like uh, Family Matters, the the friend to Eddie Winslow Weasel mm. as a child, and he I think he was on the, um, he was on another show, but yeah, he played on there, and um, there was a, a older gentleman that was on there too. Like I was like, whoa, three black people, and one of the black people lived, so I love that. <laughs> I was like, dang, I'll be picking some movies where the black people live. Okay, let's look at it. You always pick movies where if somebody has to live, and I'm I'm here for it because I'm know, more of the tragic person. I like it when people. Well, do. I'm thinking to myself, I want to, I would want to see me live. Of course. So I don't put myself in the situation. I experience that situation for them, and I'm like, oh. No, do I think that Friday Thirteenth Part Five age well? I mean, it definitely is retro. <laughs> You see Miguel, you, he, he got the jerry curl, he got the skinny, tight leather jeans on. It's very much giving his, 1990 or 1985. Him and his girlfriend sing outside and inside of a porta potty together as that. he is trying to poo. My favorite part. It is the most ridiculous scene in the entire movie. And that's saying something because this whole movie is ridiculous, full of ridiculous. I don't scenes. know. I I I haven't even talked to anybody who can tell me like I really love Friday Thirteenth. If there are people out there, you have to tell me what you really feel like you like about Friday Thirteenth movie. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I have a favorite Jason movie though. I have a favorite Jason. A movie. Jason movie, huh? It is that though. Yeah. It's not a Friday. It's not 13th Friday Thirteenth. That's the separation of it all. I yeah. Like it's it is a little bit before the time, but we still grew up knowing the, whatever the character of Jason was. Mm-hmm. I mean, the hockey mask is kind of iconic, right? But yeah. like, eh, it's got to be a Jason X for me, just because yeah. it's different mm-hmm. and he looked cool from what I was seeing as yeah. a kid. You know what I'm saying? Have but you ever watched all the Friday Thirteenth? I've seen them all. Uh, are they all memorable? Not no. even in the fucking slightest. Oh, man, they're so boring. It's like, okay, we get it. A guy in a ho- hockey mask with a damn machete. I, mean, I remember Jason Goes to Hell. I remember like Jason Goes to Manhattan. I yeah. Remember, like, like certain space. ones and shit. Yeah, he's <laughs> Jason X. He's in space. But like, the rest of them are just kind of farts in the wind in a way. Well, I mean, you know, I want to represent, you know, Friday 13 the best, best of my abilities. But, um, uh, if I'm being completely honest, like 
does the movie deserve to be watched on Halloween? Yes. But you have to pick your favorite one. For me, it's part five. Some people like the Manhattan one. Some people like Jason X, Freddy versus Jason, the original Friday the 13th with Mrs. Voorhees being the killer. That is, that is one of the better ones. Yeah. Um, I Not to me. I was just like, this is has not aged well. This is boring as fuck. It's a filmography. Yes, it's like, you you guys just wanted to show um, white boys and girls having sex in the, in the woods. Titties all over the place. I don't want to see nobody grandma that was titties. A very, there was very much that in the 70s anyway, right? Yeah, so I was just like, uh, I don't, I don't see the, I don't see what people, I don't get it with Friday Thirteenth. If there are people out there who are like, I fucking love it, I don't. Get they love, it. Yeah, there are definitely people out there. There's not an if. I don't get there it. There wouldn't be fifteen of those movies if there weren't, right? Yeah, that's true. All right, so I'm gonna move on to Scream. Uh, Come on now, Nev Campbell. She just had her birthday. She's giving Libra vibes. I love Scream. No, I don't. You don't? Did you like any of the Screams? None of them. Why? Not appealing to me. Okay, I'll be honest. There, there was a time where, like, serial killer movies just kind of came up and came out and continued for so long that when Scream came out, even though it was, like, uh, a kind of, like, a return for him, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't care. Scream just was so not interesting to me i feel like for those teens who grew up in the early 90s or mid 90s let's say about 97 i think when it came out yeah it it gave a vibe of like this could be your boyfriend this could be a friend yeah um trying to get into the millennium and Uh just trying to be a new serial killer and this could happen at a party i think they were trying to get closer to home with this incredibly incredibly meta for that and Mm -hmm. i respect it for what it is especially having like the horror movie rules and things of that nature very very cool uh idea uh however for me i was so much more into like because i want to say around that time like blair witch project came out and that was so much darker and so much more grittier to me and it appealed more to me because it was dark. At I that guess time. you get two. Like you get like how you get the perspective of an old man in a child's body, and then you get the <laughs> perspective of a, a young child watching a, a scary movie. Because you're like the Blair Witch Project was terrifying. That was scary as fuck. But I'm saying like I know when you're like, no, that's not scary because I've been I've been the hell of that. I've been through Vietnam, <laughs> and I'm like, what? Like you know, I I watched the movies as a kid in a kid mind. Like yeah. I ain't been through nothing. This is but I watched those things that fucked me up. Like I yeah. would sleep for a few weeks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That type of shit. But that doesn't take away from Scream because it Ghostface is iconic. Yeah. You know Ghostface I mean? is I actually was Ghostface face for Halloween one year. Oh really? Yeah. That's cool. I think like third grade, fourth grade. Hmm. Hmm. Did you have the bloody knife, or did you have the I had a, knife? No, I had a bloody knife. Ah, yeah, I had a bloody knife. <laughs> now, for people who have not watched Scream, this is about a young girl whose mom dies a year prior from, um, I guess, a man that she was having an affair with. And a year later, there is someone who's calling. What's your favorite scary movie? That was iconic. That's what branded the scary movie genre mm-hmm. for the Wayans brothers. Mm-hmm. So... You know, we got Nev Campbell. She's the final girl. She's fighting off somebody who she doesn't know is trying to kill her and her friends. Come to find out, it is her boyfriend, Billy Loomis. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted this, and, and I know you've watched Scream. Dewey don't never die. He always get hit in the wrong artery, and, and he didn't paralyze. Nerves all fucked up, and his ass always end up. At the end of the damn movie, he always yes. fucked up. 
He is the always fucked up. He is the uh, epitome of plot armor, and he's supposed to be that character. I believe, like, like uh, purposefully to be that character. Like he's not really helpful. He's like the young amateur, he's, like sheriff's deputy in a sense. Very much the levity. Yeah. Of it all. And he's just never. When you think that he's going to. You know, maybe really okay. I've been through this a couple times. He never. I think he always get fucked up, and then he all you see is him getting carried out, and you thought he died. You think he would learn his lesson? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I love Scream. Scream was my shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those who, when Scream first came out, and it was on like HBO or no pay per view, my mom would, <laughs> my mom would <laughs> order it, and you get it for twenty four hours, and we would uh, record it on a VHS. We record on VHS and we watched it all day. All those old man jokes and you sound incredibly old with that. Do you, do you remember pay-per-view and how we used to get the order and you get it for 24 hours? Oh, man. Yes. That's so funny. Okay. Well, let's see what the next one is. This one is a little bit of a newer one. Mm-hmm. Barbarian. Okay. This is a, just a crazy case of needing to check your surroundings, check what kind of house you're going to when you're, you know, when you're renting an Airbnb. That's really what the basis of this movie is about. Mm-hmm. We get a young girl who comes to Chicago for a job interview. And like a lot of us, we might want to set up a hotel. We want to get an Airbnb. And sometimes you double book the Airbnb so you have somebody else in there. And you find out that, oh, shit, I'm in the fucked up, the most fucked up part of town. Yeah. It's got a lot of other undertones. Oh, man. Say so too. many plot twists. Uh, a lot of plot twists, a lot mm-hmm. of different undertones, because I think it speaks to a lot of like gentrification and like neglect. Yeah. And what can be hidden in the shadows. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, painted up real nice, but then also hidden in the shadows in plain sight. Uh, it's it, it it's very it was very compelling watching the trailer when it when I first saw it uh, a few uh, like a, about a year or so ago and thinking to myself like hey this one is interesting and it also has a as you say black character in it who's lead. Yes. You know, it's I was just like, that was character. compelling to me. Uh, and she's lead, so maybe she won't die. That was like one of my first thoughts. And going into it, it, as you mentioned, it takes a, such a weird turn. plot turn, mm-hmm. but it's so good. It's not a bad weird, you know. So when do we watch this at the beginning of the year? We watched it. We it's on HBO Max again. It's called Barbarian, yeah. and we watched it one randomly at night. And I, my mouth dropped open because I, you thought you knew or you were suspicious about stuff. And it's one of the, one of the better movies I've seen. I have, I haven't seen anything like this in a long time. A lot of circumvention. So it keeps you guessing. A lot of circumvention, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of details. And uh, I think that's what really pulled me into it because I was a sucker for that type of stuff. I have not seen something like that in years. And I was like, finally, we're getting back to the roots of, some good horror movies and suspense. Yeah, uh, it had uh, similar types of plot twists in them that made me uh, reminisce about my first time watching uh, a Haunting in Hill House. Okay. It made me reminisce mm-hmm. on like the shock and surprise and the like, oh, that was yeah. not what I expected and I liked that. Yeah. That's true fear. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It made me creeped out. And uh, Barbarian did that for me a, a tad bit because of how how weird of a turn it does take. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really good. Great suggestion. I like yeah. that one a lot. The main character, she's actually a British actress. Yeah. She was on uh, Black Mirror. You're kicking ass, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. And uh, I think her co-star was, he's that white guy who was the main character on the first Jeepers Creepers. 
Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it, you can find it on HBO Max. It is called Barbarian. Yeah, I recommend that one for sure. Okay, this is old school Tales from the Hood. Tales from the Hood. Hmm. Did you ever watch that as a child? No. A, you never watched Tales from the Hood? I've the watched two gangsta them, but I didn't like actively go out and search for them. I've seen them in passing. Oh, there's multiple, right? I think there's like three. Yeah. But listen, I don't watch those new school ones. I've only watched the first one that came out in the early 90s. It doesn't, still doesn't matter. I thought it was great. We have Clarence Williams III on there. Yeah. Um, And it's about three gangsta. They go to a, a mortuary. And they're supposed to, this this guy's supposed to be giving them drugs, mm-hmm. and he takes them around the mortuary and tells them stories about the dead people in, um, in the building. Mm-hmm. I liked it because it also shined light on, like, things that were going on at that time. Yes. Like prejudice, um, racist politics, uh, politicians. Oh, now? <laughs> <laughs> well, always. You know, but it really, it was a, a I liked it. They mm. had a, a lot of good, like, um, stories mm-hmm. and, and things you can kind of take back from. And, and they would show things of, like, back in the day where you see the black people getting hung and things like that. Mm. So um, I really liked the undertone of the, the mm. movie. Mm-hmm. It was scary as shit growing up. And my uncle had the soundtrack to Tales from the Hood. And that was how my mom would get my brother to uh, be good. She would actually tell my uncle to play. <laughs> That's so fucked up, bro. It was fucked up, right? You're fucking with someone's, <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck with their mind. Oh, but man. that was, um, my uncle had the soundtrack, and I loved the movie. It was scary growing up. I was like, this shit is fucking scary, and I ain't trying to go to hell. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So okay. if you haven't seen it, watch it, because at the end, there is a little bit of a twist at the end, you know, so. Mm. I liked it, and I watched it with a tray you, and it goes back to the whole God and and being good of and course. what can happen after you die, mm-hmm. you know. So he was like, "Oh no, you got to be a good person, or you going to hell," yeah. you know. So uh, if you haven't watched it, it's Tales from the Hood. I think they have that also on Peacock right now for the month of uh, October. <laughs> I think Peacock is trying to get, you know, they're just... Ghost Adventures on there and have that way better... I'm just kidding. Ghost Adventures, I think, is on HBO Max. Okay, this is one that I love. This, I think, came out when I was in fourth grade, fifth grade. Okay. The Faculty. Elijah Wood, Josh Hartnett, Usher. Uh, Okay. Um, Usher. In my opinion, it's a, it's a pretty decent creature feature. They had everybody. They had Jon Stewart on it. Yeah. Uh, Danny Masterson's old creepy ass. Pretty, pretty, uh, right? You got a devil, huh? Uh, yeah, it, it was a very uh, interesting creature feature. I, I liked the, uh... the the monsters in it, and I think it's a very cool idea to have uh, a kind of sort of like alien invasion happen. Yeah, in it like was a like high a high school. It was a new age like um, invasion of body snatchers. It, yeah, it, it took a, a real cool like idea and put it in something that was way more modernized for like the 90s and what I it was, right? It. So like high school shit happening and mm-hmm. like, hey, you got kids, what, how would you kids deal with it? And shit like that. Like, you kind of like your first stranger things, if you will. Yeah, and it's like bringing all these different types of people together. You got the nerd, you got the jock, you got the preppy girl, you got the, the emo girl. Yeah. Bringing them together and fighting aliens. Classic archetypes, honestly. Yeah, I loved it. 
I was like, do y'all make me want to be in the uh, high school in the nineties? But not really. It, it was uh, interesting uh, with the the type of alien and its weakness because it was a uh, was some type of chemical, right? I can't remember exactly. Like, it was just like was. dry you out, you know. Yeah, so had to, you had to drink a lot it was of like water. a drug or some shit, right? Well, they were just taking. I think he took John Hart, Josh Hartnett's character. He was this undercover nerd, and he took like cleaning supplies and. Chemistry. Yeah, he was able to dry out the aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very very cool. I know they had to they had to drink water or whatever constantly. Yeah, just to not dry out. water and mm-hmm. shit constantly, and that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, I liked how uh personality changes were very apparent in the movie. Yeah. And how they acted duality wise. Um, you could tell the significant difference from when somebody was not infected and when they were. Yep. Gave me very much uh the thing vibes. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of the thing. Yeah, the thing. Um practical effects are always awesome, so that movie is great A to me. So it fits in that same realm. That that's a decent choice, I'd yeah. say. Falcony's a great choice. Um when I was in elementary and the movie first came out, they were like redoing our elementary school. And then I saw a tag that said the faculty, and I was like, oh, we're going to have to save the world because oh, they got some aliens. Kids are stupid, bro. <laughs> I thought we were about to say, well, we was making our plans. You know what I'm saying? The only thing we didn't have was a car, you know, so we, had to, we couldn't get around. But we was making up our plans during the lunchtime about oh. how we was going to make sure the teachers were going to take over our bodies. That, that's funny. That's pretty funny. I don't feel like the movie aged really well, but... Not really the way if you, I I don't know. It doesn't really look. It doesn't look aesthetically. Good? Yeah. Okay, aesthetically. Aesthetically, okay. it doesn't really look that well. But my favorite quote from that movie was from Elijah Wood. He was like, "If you were going to take over the world, would you do it Independence Day style or come through the back door, meaning the middle of Ohio in the middle of nowhere?" Nobody cares. Yeah. That was my favorite part. That's always key. I love the faculty. That was one of my favorites. I I watch it, and it doesn't have to be Halloween. You know, it's not really considered a Halloween movie, but I mean, it's a scary movie. Yeah, scary movie. Yes, if it, as long as it's scary or it's horror, who yeah. cares? Watch it. Okay, Chucky. Child's Play. Child's Play. One through three. I I'm only can give you those. Right. I can only give you those. Now I know you because you was 80 years old in 1989 and you in 1988 and you wasn't. How are dolls creepy? Listen, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't about the doll being creepy because. Let me tell you something about Chucky. Chucky gave a little racist to me. Chucky gave a little, he was an asshole. He knew voodoo. You know? Um, he he wasn't scary to me. Uh-huh. Well, low-key he was because as a child, you're like, he's almost half my size, so he might could overpower me. As an adult, you're looking at Chucky like, what the fuck ah, is this? Yeah, right. Yeah. But when you're a kid, you're like, this motherfucker is kind of scary. He could take over my body by saying, I day do a de Miller. Oh my god, you know the fucking chant, bro. <laughs> Give me the power of baby. Oh, no. I, listen, the first three child's play were the best. Oh, wow. We got Andy and all three of them. The actor did change on the third one because he was supposed to be a teenager, but we have this man who's a serial killer. He gets chased down by a police officer. He knows voodoo from this voodoo priestess he knew. And he transferred his body into a good guy doll. From there, he is creating chaos for fucking how many years? 36 years this fool has been creating chaos. 35 years. Yeah. Um, they even now have a TV series that you can catch on Sci-Fi, USA, and Peacock. Now, my turn. 
because I only like those. Oh, okay. So you like the actual, like, okay, the movie-wise, do you like the how they do, like, Chucky, uh, like, the cult one or the, the newer ones? Or uh, okay, just like so, the series? Uh, the series, I love. Okay. Those movies prior to the series where they intertwine mm-hmm. um, are okay to me. Okay. okay. Uh, I mean, I get where they stand as far as the series go. They enrich the series even more so. So that's one reason why I do like them. So by mm-hmm. proxy. But the original Child's Play films? Is it because he's a doll and you're like, dolls shouldn't be able detracted. to... I was detracted. I was detracted from that, yeah. But I think it was more so supposed to scare more of a kid because if you're thinking about a kid and a doll, maybe they could overpower you. But mm-hmm. as you grew up, you're like, yeah, I would kick the shit out of Charles Lee Ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, it's a classic. It is a classic. He be cussing a lot. I give his respects. It's funny as fuck, little too. shits. Yeah. Funny as fuck, too. Yeah, he um he's a he was a serial killer. So yeah. I don't know. I loved it, but honestly, after I like the first three because I always like to quote certain things from the movies. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't. I did not mind uh Bride of Chucky. After that, it got it got too comical, and I was like, okay, this is the route you guys are trying to take more. We already knew he was kind of funny and stuff like that, right. but it just got extra overly, mm. like, let's be a little bit more funny. And I was like, yeah, I'm not here for it. So when they brought in the Red Man and Method Man, I agree. Into it, I, was I, like, ah. I agree. It, it lost its way. But it also was around that same time, as you mentioned, Scream earlier is around the same time Scary Movie was, like, big, right? And mm-hmm. you have to compete with Scary Movie, so you got to be kind of as obnoxious as those were. Mm-hmm. And, and truth be told, that kind of did the, that kind of killed Scream for me also, is the parody of it was so ridiculous yeah. that it made Ghostface lose its luster. I understand. In a way. Uh, the comeback is pretty awesome for him. So yeah. I'm appreciating it for what it is now. And now Chucky's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, he's a, he's a he kicks ass. Yeah. Good choice. Okay, Good choice. so my last and final one. This is a newer one that we watched a couple years ago, and then I've been watching it recently. <laughs> this is The Visit. It came out in 2015. <laughs> so let me just give a little backstory of The Visit for those who have not watched The Visit. Please do. So we have two kids around the age of, what, 13 and 15, it seems like that. And their mom is estranged from their her parents. Her parents. Um, they reach out and they want to, you know, meet the the grandkids, kids. Yeah. And so they take a train by themselves. They go meet their grandparents, and they find out that the their grandparents is crazy as shit. A lot of sundowning. Yes. Um, a lot of. The form of dementia, if you don't yeah. Know. yeah. Um, a lot of the crazy stuff that happens at night. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got Becca and then her little brother, T. Dinosaurus. Um, he be rapping in the movie M. Night Shyamalan. This is his movie. He probably wanted to give a little, you know, a little flavor to the movie. I really liked it. Um, so you kind of throughout the movie figure out that, uh, shit is not right. These people are old and, uh, it's time to get out. I would like to say the pacing on it is very good. Uh, Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm not a fan of a lot of, uh, M. Night's pacing in some a lot of his movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's really hit or miss with pacing in a lot of ways for That's me. That's true. This is perfectly paced because uh, the ramping up of the crazy. Yeah, with the parents. The because, again, as you said, they're staying for the grandparents for about a week, right? It's it, about yeah, five, it's week, yeah. five days or whatever to the weekend or something mm-hmm. like that. So 
with with that being said, each day it is getting it progressively worse. Escalates and escalates. But from day one, from day one, you can already tell something is off. Something is and off. It's so good and it's so key. With grandma and pop pop. Yeah, <laughs> grandma, grandma, pop pop. <laughs> Look, I uh remember watching it for the very first time with you and you uh having that real real true fear and understanding of how you don't like like dementia like it's scary to i have a problem with that i older people scare me when at a certain age (laughs) um and to think that i would have to stay a week at a grandparent's house that i never met Mm -hmm. i don't know you know their personalities Mm -hmm. i don't know what they like and don't like Mm-hmm. And you think it's all fun and games, and then they're like, "Oh, stay in your room after nine thirty. Don't leave out the room." And then all you hear is banging and Door naked, closes. old naked people and dirty diapers and and just some crazy shit. Yeah, it makes you feel like I will fuck my grandparents. It's up. definitely one of those where you don't you want to go in. Oh, I would say almost as blind as possible. Yeah. I mean, there's not enough that we've given here that's going to ruin anything. Uh, but it is definitely worth it just because of how crazy it gets. Um, uh, it's one of those ones where, because I, I was one of those fans of uh, M Night before the happening, mm-hmm. and then the happening happened, and, and I was here for it. I liked the happening movie was, but it scared the hell out of me. I was like, he's still gonna kill us. <laughs> wait, wait, didn't you have like some sort of windy day? Yeah, and I was like, man, I had watched it, and I was driving home from a friend's house, and it was windy. I said, man, we gonna die today. <laughs> You can go straight through the straight through the windshield like John Leguizamo like, did. Oh my God! <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. But uh, I, when the happening happened, I lost faith. I was just like, this dude's trash. Like I can't. I don't like any of his stuff at this point in time. He can't redeem himself. He did. And well, eh, he also did the Avatar movie. Okay. Which then also hurt me too. So I had no faith. This was the movie that made me go. This guy's again onto something, and I mean, uh, shortly after that, he oh, he later did old, which was yeah, that was good too, fantastic. If you again for me, I have a fear. Uh, I can't really, I don't want to touch nobody. Um, if you tell me staying in the room at nine thirty, like sundowning scares the fuck out of me. Yeah, that was pretty interesting how to watch you react to the sundowning. Yeah, stuff. like and and I've seen things on YouTube with people, and there's stories about people with visiting or coming back home to take care of their their parents that have dementia and they have to deal with the sundowning at night and that's just scary as fuck and it just made me think like if i was a kid with me and my brother or when we were watching with our kids it's like what would y'all do yeah would y'all make it i know for sure i would have made it i would have made it i would have fucked my grandparents up oh yeah sit down pop pop pop, yes that would have put pop pop down yeah pop pop gotta sit down (laughs) so if you guys haven't watched it again it's called the visit you can find the visit on I believe it's Hulu. Hmm. Um, if not Hulu, maybe Peacock. Cause Peacock. Yeah, Amazon, it'll show you anything. Yeah. yeah. So, um, do you have any last words of wisdom or anything you want to add to our scary movie list? Suggestions? Uh, way better list than Silver Bullet. Fuck uh, you. <laughs> I give all the good suggestions. Okay. No, Watch all my movies. Uh, I'm definitely uh, proud of this list. Really, 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 really good. Um, I think throughout this month I'll I'll drop a few suggestions on you to mm-hmm. see what you what you think and to the fans. Uh so you know, we can give out some more because I have some good ones in mind that now that you we've talked about it mm-hmm. you aced me on this one. To finish on the visit. Yeah. High five. Yeah. 
And I'm giving, I like to give stuff that I watched all my childhood. So hmm. this is, I got some new ones, but a lot of my stuff is like older school. Oh, old Demon Knight is because a, I love, I love all my movies. I say with the same kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, you guys remember we drop our new episodes every Friday audio wise on all streaming platforms, wherever you listen to your podcast. And we are on now YouTube. Yeah. Been like a little bit over a month. Um, please like, subscribe, hit the bell. We're there every Sunday. Um, and we'll be back next week to give you something new with Halloween. Bye. Yeah.